Welcome to The Nerds Are Typing, a podcast where we dive deeper into our favorite fictional works and critically analyze characters through the lens of the Enneagram and MBTI. I'm Delia. And I'm Connie. We're excited to nerd out with you all about our favorite characters. Today we're continuing around the Enneagram and through the 16 MBTI types with the Enneagram Type 5 and the MBTI types INTJ and INTP. Look, fam, if y'all made it this far, you know, we're never going to get through that without <laughs> tripping up. It's just an alphabet There's soup. I don't know what no to tell you. no way to get around it. It's just like, <laughs> oh, and, you know, we want to make sure we're clear on what we're talking about. Because we know we got people of all levels of interest joining us for this these discussions. So we're doing our best. We're doing our best. We're doing our best. So thanks for your patience. <laughs> we're about ha- This is like the middle. We're in the middle of. I know. I'm very excited. Of the Enneagram. Also, Delia, Delia's gonna this get dragged today, episode. guys. This, this is, is my episode. episode to get dragged. I'm excited and dreading it. I guess I should <laughs> I guess I guess I should have mentally prepared, but I didn't. It's fine. It's we'll fine. be all right. Yeah. I'm not a crier. It'll be okay. Exactly. Like that's the nature of your type. As we <laughs> today. Uh, if you have characters or properties you want to see us typed or want to have these discussions with us, uh, send us your suggestions. We're on Instagram at the nerds are typing. We're on Twitter at nerds are typing. Uh, we will think about them for future episodes. We will, you know, do our little breakdowns and I don't know. We're just gonna, we're just excited to hear from you guys and what you have to say about typing. I know we've been talking about ourselves for so long. I'm ready. to. I mean, Connie's great. I'm great. But we really want to like get your thoughts and opinions because yeah. we think we're right. And I'm pretty sure we're right. But Yeah, we're definitely right. But you guys might have different Y'all opinions. Y'all got other opinions. And we're, we want to respect that and leave space open for it. So For conversation. Exactly. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like we said, today it's my episode. Um, I guess I should like I should like say uh I was I tried to be like as unbiased as I was with other types, <laughs> but like with my type, I just I'm sorry to the other type fives. You might get dragged a little bit more because I'm just like I'm gonna keep it real because I can because it's me. Y'all can't get that mad. It's not like I'm being mean. Shady. I'm being mean to me. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Uh so today. We're going over Enneagram Type 5, which is also known as the investigator. She'd definitely be doing that. She'd definitely be doing that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, like I said, my type. Um, Basics. Also, fun fact, we're moving out of the heart triad, but we'll get there. Uh, The Enneagram Type 5 is, uh, I just realized on the flip side of dragging myself extra, it's going to feel real awkward because it's going to sound like I'm like patting myself on the back. (laughs) I really have to like try and detach myself from this. this I'll do my be best so to I'll do my best to bring you right back down. <laughs> but it's just weird to say like, oh, we're this and we're that. Like I feel much more comfortable being like, we're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We have to go through it. So basics. Uh type fives are independent, innovative, observant, distant, and arrogant at times. Um, they're kind of thought of as like the really cerebral type. I would say maybe next to type six, it's one of the most misunderstood types because mm-hmm. if you follow a lot of Enneagram meme accounts, like I do, it's usually presented as like, oh, they just don't feel anything and they just 
like to do science and numbers and stuff and robots and stuff. And like, that's cute or whatever, but like, that's not really what it is. <laughs> not all type fives are super intellectual in the, in the traditional sense. Uh, they often are, but you can be a type five and not be like Jimmy Neutron over here, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is what people think we all are. And that's just not, this and that's is not part true. of the reason why we enjoy this podcast, because one of the other factors is your MBTI and, you know, obviously environment, et cetera, et cetera. But all type fives aren't going to be the same because there are compounding elements upon each person and each character. And that's why we're here. I'm sorry. We've done this. I've done that before, but I'm always so excited to be like, people are so complex and so are characters. But it's true. I mean, even on the like Enneagram, like official Enneagram Institute website, they describe them as like, visionary pioneers often ahead of their time at their best but like that's a it's a high standard that's a high bar y'all I don't know <laughs> I don't know about y'all but you other fives but do you feel like a visionary or a pioneer ahead of your time <laughs> I don't <laughs> but it's fine um the centers and triads are basically what these types lead with so as far as like the emotion and how they're like what function they lead with Again, the feeling center leads with their feelings. So the thinking center leads with their shock, thinking ability, their brain. So they (laughs) tend to be more logical types. However, again, that may not be your experience. We still feel emotions. We still have gut instincts, just like the other types have thinking to them too. Um, So the emotion that it drives is the core driver of the three types in the head triad or thinking center is fear. Mm. Uh, Wow, man, I'm like, wow, just I know these things about myself, but saying them out loud, I'm like, ah, yikes, uh, yikes. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, uh, the the fear um, and it could it could it can manifest as like. More like anxiety, I think, is a better way to put it because it's not like it can be, but it's not like, you know, a phobia of a thing. Like I'm not sitting whatever Uh a type's core fear is. I'm not sitting here like every day, like quaking in my boots at the thought of it. It's more like anxiety is the type of feeling I would say. But the word used is fear. Yeah. So I mean, type six, as we'll discuss next time, is all is like (laughs) kind of all about anxiety. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. They they deal the most. Uh, they're most in line with that that emotion, I guess. Um, we'll get into it next week uh, to explain what we mean. But uh, for a five, their core desire is to be capable and competent. So uh, they often feel like they don't have like to enable to to be able to handle the world as it is. They want to be as competent as possible. They feel like if they can gather enough knowledge, they can take on whatever comes at them, the things that they fear. And their core mm-hmm. fear is to be useless, incomp- incompetent, or incapable. Um, so often fives are just collecting knowledge. And I think that's that's <laughs> why they're seen as like cerebral types. Like they're so smart. They're like the, they're again, the Jimmy Neutrons of the Enneagram. <laughs> um, it just happens that their, their drive is to gather knowledge. And often that will then make you more, appear more intelligent. But four or five it may not be that they're trying to gather knowledge in a traditionally like intellectual pursuit um which is why i wanted to open like it's it's more (laughs) about feeling secure in the world with what with the knowledge that they have 
And that's going to differ for each person what that knowledge in particular is. So going into the system, uh, we're going to talk about wings again. Y'all know all about them now. I'm so proud of y'all. Y'all, y'all have learned so much um, on either side of a type five is a four and a six. So you can either be a five wing four or a five wing six. Uh, a five with a four wing is going to be more creative, sensitive, and independent. Uh, a five with a six wing is going to be more social, cautious, anxious. Um, often, I wanted to have an aside here um, for fives in particular, it's kind of seen as like, oh, the four, five wing four is the artist and the five wing six is a scientist. Like the, their intellectual pursuits split that way. Like a more creative oh. artistic side is a wing four and the more scientific logical size is a wing six. I would I say that I don't have a wing at this I don't time, but you do like, le- yeah, but you do lean six. Um, I mean, <laughs> you do lean four, which we've discussed before. Um, I think you used to. I've gone feel both. More like I've had four wing. Yeah, I've I used to feel more four wing, and I then felt more six wing. Now I feel like more in the center, but I think it's because mm-hmm. I'm going back towards a four wing. But I still don't feel like when I read when you read and learn about a five wing four, I still don't like strongly identify. I think both of my wings are pretty strong, but it's it's turning with the you times do. they be turning. <laughs> but you do uh, sit solidly in the center for me. Uh, Delia is super creative. She's a writer. We do this podcast, uh, obviously, but also uh, her her attention to deep dives, guys. Uh, <laughs> you should go back and listen to our Lord of the Rings podcast called Token Black Girls. Uh, it is on our it's on our Patreon. Oh, oh, Patreon drop. Oh, surprise! <laughs> because this is a Black Girls Create production, Black Girls Create does have a Patreon. So if you want to support us, you we can do. support us on Patreon. We don't um, yet have the nerds are typing specific perks but in time in due time but you in can go time. ahead and head but over check there if out you want. token black girls uh because while it was meant to be a a, <laughs> a co-juncture with me delia and our friend bayana delia's deep dive <laughs> commitment is scientific <laughs> in nature truly also cautious in nature because she was constantly like, don't drag me, Lord of the Rings nerds, like always kind of nervous about the knowledge that she has accumulated. Why? Why? <laughs> always very nervous about the knowledge she's accumulated because she doesn't want to seem too uh, authoritative. Because I don't know everything. <laughs> like definitely in researching, I'm like, okay, I'm not on this level. Like uh-huh. I... I can recite what I have learned. However, a true like Lord of the Rings stand, because being a Harry Potter stand in the reverse, like I could see how like, oh, they're going to listen and be like, oh, this girl, she just faking it. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, this is a very fine thing. So yes, I feel very like dragged. (laughs) You knew what was happening. Yeah, I well. I said I yeah. had to balance you out somehow. So <laughs> yeah, thank gosh we're not like on video because my face is all hot. But that did happen. I did do a very deep, deep dive, specifically in the mythology and lore of mm-hmm. like the Lord of the Rings universe. Not even just the the original original trilogy, like the entire mm-hmm. world. Of Silmarillion Tolkien and- levels, you know, like origins of Galadriel levels, you know. <sighs> anyway, so moving on. <laughs> This is not a, it's not actually meant to be a drag. It is meant to say that I see you sitting solidly as a five 
because yes. you express both your four ring and your creativity. Follow her uh, fan fiction on AO3. Uh, and, <laughs> Full of experts. And your uh, scientific, uh, so you know, cautious, uh, anxious side. Uh, they yeah. both exist within you, as I've seen recently in literal projects that we have made together. <laughs> I, well, you're, that is correct, and that is a good point. But it felt like a drive, and I'll drag, and I'll explain why. Because the whole thing about a five is that they desire to be capable and competent and knowledge, like knowledgeable and expert in whatever they're talking about. But the thing about okay. a five is they never feel like they are. Like because their fear your is that they is aren't. Fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they fear that they aren't, and they never feel like they know enough or that they're expert enough. I, okay, I say never. I mean, at the more you can get to a really healthy level or whatever, and yeah, that's that. Um, <laughs> Or just you, you, it takes like where most people would feel like they're expert. A five is not going to feel like that. They have to get to pretty expert levels before they're like, no, I got this. Like Mm -hmm. I can, I am confident in my Harry Potter knowledge and being an expert in Harry Potter. Like that I'm confident in. I can't think of much else that I'm like, yeah, I got that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's me. Um, So anyways, moving away from me and into how, how it moves around the Enneagram, how a five moves around the Enneagram. So again, we have arrows of disintegration where we move in stress and then arrows of integration where we're moving in growth. For a five in stress, they move to a seven. I hate this. This, this episode's <laughs> going to be so long. <laughs> they move to a seven and they become more scattered, impulsive, and hyperactive. Um, yep, moving on. <laughs> I was like, is that true? <laughs> Let's sit down. Yes, it is very true. It's uh it's Oh it's, wait, it's, never mind. I was gonna say something that was too real, but uh we just discussed this. Uh you need a planner, is all I will say. Oh yeah. We literally before we got on this episode, I was telling her how I was managing without a planner and I literally said the words that I'm so scattered. <laughs> So there uh-huh. you go. There we go. Um, in integration or moving towards growth, they move towards an eight. Um, they become more self-confident, energized, and decisive um, because also fives can be quite indecisive, which is similar to a six, which I feel like also makes people confused on am I type five or am I and type a nine. six? <laughs> right. Um, but they're Dragging indecisive myself. not because that they don't know what they want, like a nine or or it's not it's more about uh they just feel like they don't know enough yet to make the decision (laughs) Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like i don't have everything i need knowledge wise to make this decision of like where do i want to eat i'm like i don't know i don't know what i want like i i could want anything and like what's this restaurant like like (laughs) you know there's questions um but to become more decisive and they become more confident, the, the dis- them becoming more decisive is because they're more confident in what they know and the knowledge that they have. Um, so well, I really like, I feel like I rushed through that and maybe it's because I was like, we got to stop talking about me, but, um, <laughs> probably, <laughs> but also our, our listeners, you know, we're, we're in it now. So, you know, we don't need, yeah, there's less, ex- break- less explaining yeah. needed. Yeah, that's true. So like, you know, if y'all have questions, y'all can ask also, me. Also, like, we probably gonna be talking this. about these characters here. This list of characters that we have here. I had to cut some out. There are so many. So this is another thing. And this is just for future, for our listeners to know. And if y'all follow our Instagram account, I have this weird bias. You would think it would be a bias to type people as fives because I want to relate to them. It's the opposite. I forget <laughs> I can type characters as a five. Like, I'm like, I don't know what type this character is. Like, I've gone through all of them. And I'm like, oh, wait. 
are they a five? Nuh-uh. Are they a five? <laughs> like, I have such a bias of, like, not typing people as fives. We have a good list going here, but I just think also in future, there's going to be a lot of, like, I don't know. Are they? I don't know why. what this what this blind spot I have is, but it is what it is. <laughs> because you don't um, want to talk about yourself. Yeah. Probably. 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 <laughs> um, so but, some of the characters that yeah. uh, we think, I feel like this first one is... Is quintessential. Yeah. Five. And like, uh-huh. I, ha- I have my, it, like, it's true. I have feelings. So first and foremost is Dumbledore from Harry Potter. And I can hear, wow, that's weird. I can, it's like we're recording this before you're listening to it, but I can hear you guys being like, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I get what a five is now. I can hear it. Uh (laughs) It's like, oh, the constant striving for knowledge. Yes, yes. He was uh, very committed in his youth uh, to the pursuit of knowledge for the greater good, yikes. Uh, which led to a lot of yikes behaviors. And then he kind of like chilled out on that front, but is aloof and independent and, you know, pretty innovative. You know, the 12, what is it? The 12 cure uses for dragon's blood, um, but mm-hmm. also distant, also pretty arrogant. Mm-hmm. Very, and, yep. and arrogant in his knowledge and detached like he thought he could do it all by himself um very detached very private person did not tell anybody anybody any more about himself than he needed to know to his detriment he is a very very flawed character um (laughs) and all of his flaws are very that of a five being just like cold and distant um he is very observant um and i think if we think about king's the king's cross chapter uh, at the end and how he talks to Harry about like why he made some of his decisions the way that he did. Uh, it does uh, resonate to me that fear was the drive, like a driving factor because he says like, I, you know, I think some of it was, you know, love, like I loved you too much, but I think it was a fear uh, mm-hmm. that was like a really strong hand in that. It's like the fear of what this feeling because <laughs> fives aren't great at feelings. If you couldn't tell um, what the feeling of, this emotion he's feeling for this boy causes him to like do ridiculous things um and so i think it definitely like resonates especially as the thinking Mm -hmm. center uh core emotion and yeah because of their values and fears like fives typically have issues with like um nihilism and isolation Mm. um and that's, I think, very – I don't think – okay, I, I was just adding the nihilism part because I wanted to make a note of it. But, like, as far as the isolation is very much Dumbledore. Like, he mm-hmm. – you strive to be able to rely solely on yourself because you're capable and con- competent. That's the uh-huh. that's the goal. So in striving for that, it becomes – you become – you associate, like, relying on others as a bad thing. Like I can't rely on others. I need to be able to only rely on myself. I need to be capable mm. and competent enough. And if you strive right. for that in a not healthy way, you can become isolated and mm-hmm. and won't even notice because you don't value like emotions or relationships. Like those don't matter to you. Not because you don't feel them. You do. Yeah. But you the, your perception of the world is that these are not going to help me. They're not the priority. Mm-hmm. They're not the priority. In fact, they might be to my detriment. It's a lie. Hello fives. That's a lie. <laughs> Stop believing that. But you your your world point of view is that that's going to be to your detriment. So you need to cast that off too. The more relationships, the more 
chaos and things taking away from your energy. Um, also, we haven't talked about this, but like there are like sins and virtues um, to the mm-hmm. Enneagram, not mm-hmm. like like the mm-hmm. not like Christian sins, like um, gluttony and stuff. And the sin of the Enneagram five is like avarice, which is kind of like greed. But with Enneagram fives, like hoard is resources yeah, and often that re- mm-hmm. resources like knowledge or time. Um, they feel like they don't have enough time. So they hoard that too. So also you're not going to give your time up to other people. Um, mm-hmm. So point is, <laughs> Dumbledore five and uh-huh. uh, it's fine. We'll take him. It, it is what it is. You can't deny it. I've seen people try. I think I saw He's one got time five. somebody typed You can't in, deny it. He's got five. Yeah, you, you can't <laughs> deny it. Minister, you can't deny it. He's got five. He's um, got five. This next one I wanted to include because I have, I think I might've talked about it in the last episode. Um, Luna Lovegood, um, because Luna can also be typed as a four. I think she's a great example of a character that when we're talk- going through characters, as we've said before, sometimes you don't have enough information. You just don't because they're like yeah. a background character or maybe they're a main character and they're written so poorly. But in this case, <laughs> she's like a side character, a background character. So you only get like surface level information and when you only get surface level information just like when you're typing real people in real life like that's really not enough because you can type them based on stereotypes but to really truly type a person you need to know their motivations and or like with the mbti like like their thinking and and how they're doing things um and if you just see like the basics you can't and so with luna a lot of people type her as a four because she's so quirky and unique and she like lives to be her authentic self and doesn't care what people think. And while that's yeah. true, I don't know that um, <laughs> authenticity is what drives her, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's possible that she is a five wing four, a very strong wing four because of how <laughs> she's doing things. Um, but I think she's very independent, um, innovative in the way she thinks. She is distant. She doesn't value relationships with people. Um, yeah, part of that, I think, by necessity, uh, because people think she's so weird and uh, distance themselves from her. So it's like a, a survival tactic uh, to do it in reverse. Like, oh, well, I'm just going to be out here by myself. Because even her uh, relation of friendship to the trio and Ginny and Neville is very <laughs> private. <laughs> Like they mm-hmm. walked into her room, like she has this giant mural, like friends, friends, friends on the wall, but they weren't aware of that. Like she didn't share that information with them. Right. <laughs> Which no. is such a, like, now that I think about it, like, girl, that's a five move off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, oh, this is just for me though. <laughs> like they're my friends. I love them, but I'm not going to tell them. And what really gets me why I think she's a five is that like we see her in stress a little bit. Like we don't we don't spend a lot of time with her, but like in stress, a four moves to a two and becomes more clinging and like Mm. over involved. And like that's not her. She becomes more scattered and impulsive and hyperactive. Like I see I see that more in her. Mm -hmm. And then when she moves in growth, like after working with ministry and stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when you see her moving in growth, like after like learning a lot with the DA and stuff, you see her become more self-confident. 
Um, again, she didn't really suffer from self-esteem issues that we could right. see. Like she was pretty confident herself. But she was integrated herself, but, in her, into her growth. Exactly. Yeah. Like she became more confident in her abilities and she was energized and wanting to do them. Um, so I think I, I wouldn't knock anybody who types her as a four because like there is just as much there, I think. But I really feel like if you focus on like we like we say, you need to work, focus on like core motivations and fear. I think Eileen that she's an Enneagram five. So mm -hmm. that's why I wanted to talk about her in this case. Um, next is Alice from Alice in Wonderland, my favorite Disney movie, which is oh. an uncommon opinion, but it is my favorite Disney movie, um, which I guess makes sense because she's a type five. Um, <laughs> she's very imaginative. She lives in her head, which is something, another trait of a five. They just live in their head. And I mean, if you've seen Alice in Wonderland, like the whole movie is in her head. <laughs> um, yeah, she's just a very like head in the clouds type of girl. And that's that's an Enneagram five. Again, with Disney princesses and stuff, there's not a whole lot there because they're Disney. Print well, she's not an official Disney princess. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> um, I was going to correct you, but I was like, we know what it is. Yeah, she's not a princess, but she's a Disney pseudo. Pr I don't know. Like she's protagonist, she's on, female protagonist. Yeah, but I just feel like she's on the level. Like, everybody knows who Alice in Wonderland is. She just yeah. is functionally not a princess. <laughs> That's true. And then you want to talk about two actual Disney princesses before I switch to Sailor Yes, <laughs> Sailor I do want to talk to, about two actual Disney princesses. Another obvious one, but like, bleh. So sorry to everybody. I'm just not the hugest Beauty and the Beast fan. It's fine. I know. I know. I know. I know. But the music but, and the stained glass. Ugh, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's, it's fine. It's a fine. It's a fine thing. It's fine. <laughs> But um, Belle, Belle is a, a probably an Enneagram five. Again, she's not, especially the earlier Disney princess, not the modern one, like like two thousand tens and on. Is not the most fleshed out. But, you know, she'd be reading books and she. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just don't. <laughs> she be reading. I guess. <laughs> Crying. I can't with you. Belle is definitely independent. She's innovative, like uh, just yes. nature of her, like being with her dad. Um, yeah. She's definitely observant uh, to a detriment to herself because she's walking around town like she sure the baker is. again. <laughs> with his um, red, like always, as if right, that's like, like his job. <laughs> Belle. <laughs> um distant a bit ar arrogance is in, arrogance, like, literally lives, lives in the song is that like she wants to live this like high uh falutin life like she wants to be out and about in the world and like listen it's one of the best disney reprises but it does track that you know she wants to get out of this poor provincial town and like live somewhere else uh so that actually does track uh and she is preoccupied with like her thoughts and imagination like that's why she's so into reading she's imagining a world beyond i mean that's a very disney princess thing i guess oh, but like she... specifically through her reading and stuff she's imagining a world beyond this small provincial town plus uh when she's in stress, so she's at the Beast's castle and, like, you know, forced to live there, she makes impulsive decisions like going into the 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 wing, the forbidden wing and, like, going out and, that. like, into the, into the woods where she gets attacked by wolves. Also, <laughs> one of the scariest still scenes in a Disney movie. I, it's, it, ooh, I still sometimes skip that anyway. A lot of it, a lot. I'm just saying, a lot of it's tracking. A lot of it's tracking. I think yeah, uh, it's really easy is. to type as a one, but um, because oh, that's true too. 
but I think, but I think it's just because she reads, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But five really tracks for me as well. Yeah. So there you go, Bella five for all my bell heads, bell billionaires. (laughs) Billionaires? Oh my gosh! (laughs) I I stole that. I stole that from Animal Crossing. Oh well, still that's hilarious. And the bell hive now has named billionaires. Um, next and last Disney princess on our list is Elsa. Okay, hear me out. <laughs> this says a kingdom of isolation, and I'm like, verbatim. I stand. Yes, verbatim. Absolutely. Those, uh, those are I words. Want, I would also love a kingdom of isolation. <laughs> like, please. Yes. Um, I think she's actually really interesting on the on on a real note. Um, because again, she is. Very independent. Um, she, but also it, like I, she, um, like Luna, like kind of forced to be because of circumstances. Like I think she would have like leaned towards more feeling if she hadn't like literally her parents were like, don't feel things. Conceal, don't feel. Don't I let think, them know. So I think uh, some of it is, you know, nurture. That, but also I think she like really feels like her powers are her, hers to handle. Like only she yeah. can learn mm-hmm. them and like it it like mm-hmm. she doesn't want help she can't have help and yeah. it is partly nurture but that is all enneagram types we are all right we all are a product of our traumas <laughs> <laughs> just imagine but, like a peace sign and like sparkles <laughs> but also i think like her her core fear is to be incompetent and incapable yes. of controlling and her, that was her. that was the problem like she was incompetent she did hurt her sister and so like that's why she lives with this stronger sense of fear than i think a typical enneagram five because she did mess up like it's not a fear it became reality and i think some people like you could she could have turned out to be an eight and worry about like not being in control and but Mm -hmm, she mm -hmm. instead is more concerned with her capabilities to control it um i mean literally she shouts in a song that she can't like that is the emotional climax of that point in that song is her shouting like i can't so um which has to do with her capabilities also mm-hmm. when she's in stress like that's the whole thing she becomes she has impulse issues like that's why she can't <laughs> control her powers like is yeah. her it's it's an unconscious in, impulsivity mm-hmm. issue but that is the case um but once we see you know, all the conflicts were resolved. She becomes much more self-confident, decisive, and ready to be the leader that she is. Queen. The the yeah. I was so, I was gonna jokingly say like the queen that she is, but I was like, oh well no, literally, like <laughs> the queen that she is. Um, you know, until she decides not to do that no more. But that's yeah. the sequel. Um I have not seen that, so yeah. Uh, you know, to move a little bit more quickly along, uh, Sailor Neptune from Sailor Moon, I think, is an Enneagram 5, very independent, uh, very uh, musical. Uh, she plays the violin and probably other many other instruments. She's very cautious, like, she's uh, one of the most cautious uh, uh, Sailor soldiers. Uh, you know, in the season where she's introduced, like, um, she is the least willing to work with the like the inners the inner soldiers the inner sailor soldiers uh because of you know they she thinks that she and haruka need to do it alone and they cannot uh rely on any other people uh she's also very smart um 
very distant from everyone except for her girlfriend. And yeah, I think it just makes sense. Um, also, uh, moving on, Chidi from The Good Place. The good Place. Makes sense as a five. Uh, very, I think he gives much, a lot of six because yeah, he's he definitely is five anxious. Um, and it, yeah, definitely five wing six, the science and like research wing, you know, uh, definitely just poor thing, fork in the dishwasher. Okay. Um, but mm-hmm. he is the, his main struggle is like to learn ethics to the point of being able to make the decisions you need to, mm-hmm. but like the thing with ethics is that is that possible <laughs> like he chose a career that it's it's impossible, impossible to be competent, competent at it <laughs> like <laughs> to be able to handle the world at the level <laughs> that a five thinks they need to yeah. and that's why like i i he actually to be honest like this is a quick aside i know we need to get moving but like he being typed as a six which he often is like bothers me because I think it's just because he has anxiety. And as somebody who also has anxiety, yeah. like people, people who have anxiety often mistype as a six because it's a very, we'll get into it ne- next week, but mm-hmm. that's a thing. Yeah. Um, but just because somebody presents as anxious, does not mean that they are a type six? Like it's right. Uh, His, again, this is uh, more about stereotypes of, and stuff. Mm-hmm. His directions of like disintegration and, and integration don't really match for six but he does become more scattered and impulsive uh when he's stressed so seven and when he is an eight and he's going in growth so towards the end of the series he becomes more self-confident and more decisive like that's just the thing like uh delia hasn't caught up yet (laughs) but in the final season like that's the whole thing right like he knows he realizes when it's time for him to move on past this like afterlife into whatever the unknown like next unknown is and he makes this decision but he also makes a decision to stay a little longer because of eleanor like he's making decisions for other people and not just based on his um anxieties but it's also like he made a decision and he was like set in it and confident in it. Um, and that was like the whole point. He'd like finally achieved growth and he could move on. Love it. Two um, more characters that we'll probably spend more time talking about later because they're both really great characters. But we are, indeed. we've, like we said, there are a lot of five characters. There are less for the, uh, the MBTIs we'll talk about later. So it's like, just eating up some of that time but martha jones and Tyrion lannister so martha jones from doctor who and Tyrion lannister from game of thrones slash a song of ice and fire yeah he literally fives. says he, he drinks and he knows <laughs> things which yeah. i also stand so but again <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll get into him in a later episode i have decided that we are probably sooner rather than later than later going to do a game of thrones episode because that's just where my brain is and that's unfortunate for me because of how game of thrones went down but that's fine but it's it's great for the rest of us (laughs) (laughs) okay in the mbti land today we're talking about intjs um which um you'll notice that this episode is very much uh typed around delia no i'm kidding uh but only (laughs) only accidentally because a lot of intjs and intps 
end up being fives uh, <laughs> because of the like scientific analytic nature of both of those types. Mm-hmm. Um, so INTJs, they're analytical problem solvers driven by their desire to improve systems and processes with their innovative ideas. Um, their cognitive stack is like the f- first two functions are introverted intuition and extroverted thinking. Um, introverted intuition, they're highly intuitive, artistic, creative, patient, devoted, protective. Uh, they're very organized and systemic. Uh, they put a lot of energy into uh, making the best system for what needs to be done. Uh, as someone who has a lot of INTJ friends, this is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um But it says that inside, they are spontaneous because of their intuition. They know things intuitively. They just can't tell why. Like, they just know they're right. They just know they are. And so they go with that, and that kind of rules how they uh, organize the world around them. They put a lot of faith into their instincts and their intuition. Um, So sometimes this means that there's a conflict between their inner and outer worlds. As an Enneagram, I mean, as an INFJ, I relate. Uh, (laughs) So as a side note, they share the cognitive stack of introverted intuition with INFJ, which is why that makes sense. Uh, (laughs) Because (laughs) as an INFJ, I have a conflict between my inner and outer worlds because uh, I'm so just sure of my inner world that um, like my outer world is organized based on that, but it's like kind of (laughs) random. It's just based on intuition. (laughs) as opposed to like logic and like decisions. Uh, (laughs) um, They're, you know, INTJs are determined, individualistic, stubborn, uh, would rather create a new road rather than trot along the beaten path. Uh, But they can be difficult to understand. They hold back parts of themselves and can be secretive, Uh, but they have, uh, they're very attentive to people still. So they still have insight into the deeper meaning of people and situations. So INTJs are supported by introvert, extroverted thinking. INTJs are supported by extroverted thinking. So their intuition is focused on logic, uh, whereas INFJs, which share the introverted intuition, uh, it's focused on people and feelings. So the INTJ is focused on logic. I think last week when I was um, talking about INFJs, uh, the gifts differing the Myers-Briggs book has the example that like if a ship was sinking um, an INFJ would be focused on how to you know protect the people mm-hmm. and get the people out and the INTJ would be worried about like the problem like how do we stop like how do we fix the system of like the sinking ship to maybe stop it from sinking and like mm-hmm. get people off um, uh, so they're very independent they're very proud of that but they're innovators they're constantly needing to solve new problems and once a problem is finished, it doesn't, they have no interest in it anymore. So they move along very quickly um, once they've solved. So each problem has to like increasingly become more difficult. <laughs> Love that for them. Um, they're very technical people, often scientists, innovators, or inventors, design engineers. They're basically folks who get stuff done, you know, <laughs> uh, especially if they're a challenging INTJ. problem. Mm-hmm. INTJs, we get the job done. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Um, So they're very into the practical application of ideas, not theoretical, not routine, like very much like how do we solve this problem and like implement it into the world. Um, 
and all of this means that they could sometimes, you know, ignore the views and feelings of other people <laughs> because they're focused on solving the problem, not like the people within the problem. Uh, that's what other people are for, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is. You know? I don't disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, some characters that we think are INTJs are uh, Sherlock from Stephen Moffat's BBC Sherlock, uh, mm-hmm. Dumbledore. Uh, a lot of that sounds very much like Dumbledore, uh, Peter Parker, and Ben Wyatt. Ben Wyatt is like from uh, Parks and Recreation. Definitely fits this. Like his, um, he came to Pawnee to like solve their financial problems. But then once that was done, it was like, okay, he's ready to go. But there's a new problem: his feelings for Leslie Nope. Uh, <laughs> so he like has to stick around and figure that out. Um, and you know all the all the crazy problems that they have in Pawnee, Indiana. Uh, They always have a problem that needs to be fixed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So any questions, Delia, on INTJs? Uh, Since you at one point thought you were one. I did. I did mistype as an INTJ. No, I feel like I understand INTJs pretty well, um, seeing as I thought I was one. I'm also married (laughs) to an INTJ, so can confirm. This is all accurate. (laughs) And so a very close, you know, share one, they are one function apart from each other. Uh, INTP, INTP, the architect. Um, So not INTJ, INTP, uh, as we remember, P is perceiving and J is judgmental. Uh, So, you know, INTP is a little more like loose in the world. Js are very like strict and organized. Um, Again, I'm going back to, yeah, flexible is a better word. I was just, but I was thinking about your uh, drawer full of notes because <laughs> you don't have a planner. Um, uh, INTPs are philosophical innovators. They're fascinated by logical analysis. So a lot of this is like in their heads, you know, um, they are fascinated by systems, by design. They just want to like figure out thing, like figure out the world in all of its complexity. They they love thinking about this. So they're all not. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Man. a lot. Man. <laughs> sometimes. <What's that> like? <laughs> sometimes. It's um, so fascinating. Okay. <laughs> analytical, impersonal, <clears throat> uh, interested in the principles behind things. So they're uh they organize their life in relations to concepts and ideas so like the intj is more like the practical application of it intps are like let's think about this man like let's just like think about it yeah it's interesting fun fact about myself again i don't we didn't say this at the top but i am an intp um I've always explained to like when I have a new job or somebody's trying to teach me something or something like that. I'm like, if you can explain to me why I have to do a thing, mm. like I won't ask about it again. Like I will be able to do it if you can explain why. Because a lot of times like in, in jobs, they want to show you how. I'm like, how is right. great and good, but I'm going to ask you over and over <laughs> again and not understand. Like it won't stick unless you tell me why. Right. Because of, you know, trying to understand the bigger complex picture that right. the problem that you're trying to learn how to solve entails um they can be outwardly quiet um reserved detached sometimes aloof uh shy 
you know, we you earlier this Stop episode you're like <laughs> earlier this episode you're like, "Oh, I feel like I'm just like talking myself up as an as a 5." Well, here's me bringing you a little bit back down as an <laughs> INTP. Um, they're shy and they're not good at small talk because their interests aren't good for that. Like they're you just want to get into like Let the deep talk. problems of like how something is run. Like I don't have we don't have time you don't have time for like the weather unless we're going to talk about like how the why weather, the weather. Is, yeah why the weather like how the weather is like decided <laughs> yeah like let me tell you about cumulonimbus clouds like let's talk about that the weather's nice yeah we all know that <laughs> it's like i know it's sunny but do you know how it's sunny <laughs> um intps are supported by extroverted intuition uh they make good scholars theorists professors like we said earlier they're very good at uh thinking and are in their heads versus an intj which is very more much more practical um their their intuition makes it hard their extroverted intuition makes it hard to like keep a routine but you can like eventually adapt into it which sounds like delia um, yeah i have at, like we're really just going routine, in on me but a little bit because i uh i also have adhd and so like mm-hmm. i have to put a lot of mm-hmm. parameters in place for me to be able to like actually function like a neurotypical person mm-hmm. would um which is also why i mistyped as an intj for so long because i hollow- had a lot of parameters that made me behave more like an intj and ah, i have yes i behave in very j like mm-hmm. but it's not natural it's compensation for my other <laughs> mental deficits <laughs> your uh uniqueness yeah <clears throat> when left to my own devices none of that exists naturally <laughs> to me in my brain um they stick with exact truth so communicating with others about their interests can can be difficult uh some characters that we think are uh intps include robert downey jr's sherlock um which is very interesting that like the ways in which you can adapt type Sherlock, a character. yeah, adapt mm. a character and type them differently. Um, I haven't really given much thought to canon Sherlock. Um, um, he is an Enneagram Five. That's why I was like, this is. I, I would love to like maybe not a whole episode, but maybe like some sort of bonus content in Instagram or something. I don't know, but breaking down Sherlock because he's one of the most Sherlock of the the stories are yeah, one yeah. of the most adapted canons of all time. Mm-hmm. Um. So I just think it's super fascinating how that plays out. In Actually, we this might have to character. do a whole episode because we also know that Arthur Conan Doyle, um, I don't know, he like killed off the character because he was done. He had to bring him back. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of interesting backstory that I think would tie into how the character evolved and changed over the mm-hmm. course of the stories. Um, but I haven't uh, thought about actual canon Sherlock in a long time. So we'll have to do that at some point in the distant future. Uh, if you have a lot of feelings about it feel free to let us know though (laughs) um going back to cheaty i think he's an intp because i think he has a lot of intj uh aspects but because it's less about the practical and more about the thinking like the analytical like they said on the show uh nobody likes moral philosophy professors and some of what i just said is the reason why he is not able to like have small talk he's like so the trolley problem who are you gonna kill <laughs> you know like he is uh thinking about like really big concepts and ideas and that helps makes him struggle with like people and situations which is why he ended up in the bad place because uh so many of his anxieties and concerns were based on 
these complex or what he increasingly made to be complex problems, but actually weren't. And then was uh, ignoring the actual people involved in, in this, in whatever it was. So they were like, come on, man, like (laughs) you're not going to make it to my wedding because you're so anxious about like whether to wear a red hat or a blue hat. Those are conflating two different incidents in the show, but whatever you get what I'm saying. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I think April Ludgate from uh, Parks and Rec is an INTP, mostly because she doesn't care about other people. Um, And like, she's smart. Like no one, you know, she doesn't really show her ambitions at all. Um, Mm -hmm. But she like keeps to herself and once she does find something that she's interested in a problem that she wants to solve. Uh, so in like the later seasons, I think it was like an animal shelter problem. Um, you know, she steps up and is able to do the work necessary, but if it's not interesting to her, she's not going to do it, which nothing is interesting to her, <laughs> um, which, you know, they, we don't really talk about when we talk about INTPs or the Enneagram, I mean, or the MBTI a lot where it's like, especially these characters that are fascinated and like do deep dives into systems and people and ideas. It's like, well, what do you do when nothing is interesting to you? You do nothing. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like when we do see your interest, there there are these really like niche, they're meant to be funny, but like these really niche, like unexpected things. Like really spooky things like a neutral milk hotel, (laughs) like really uh, edgy niche. Um, weird i guess um Mm -hmm, interests mm -hmm. yeah i agree that she's probably and i could be convinced on this one um because whenever we typed her i put her as intp and i haven't thought about it since (laughs) yeah there's some like for the enneagram five i definitely left off because i was like uh are they i have not thought about that since i put them here so there's so many characters out in the world you guys like bear with us so many but i can but the, the the argument still works as i was thinking it through um mm-hmm. adding adding her today so i'm sticking with it convince that's, me otherwise add us convince us otherwise exactly um but yeah i think that 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 you you really you hustled through that one um <laughs> that about covers it hopefully which thank gosh because i was again i was i was trying to like prepare myself to get dragged but it wasn't so bad like it is i I feel less dragged by the well i think it's because you're a five and so you're you're just like impersonal about the emotions behind a dragging well i don't know the enneagram sometimes but yes also like i the intp is just like yeah yep that's me Uh uh-huh accurate (laughs) like (laughs) like it's less like oh my gosh how did it know i'm like yeah also kind of like wait so you mean that's not normal like that's usually my, more my reaction i was it's like, like y'all well, don't... this isn't a drag this is just how i live it's y'all who are struggling here yeah i'm like i can't believe y'all be really oh uh okay ghetto well. over there <laughs> it's just like a i guess the mbti for me is more just like it really it just opens up the idea of how 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 other people think which is the point but i really mm-hmm. be living so much in my head as an enneagram five i guess that it just it boggles the mind that people don't think the way that i do because that's my whole reality that's crazy <laughs> um but anyways uh thank you for listening next week we won't be discussing me yay <laughs> <Love that. laughs> 
<laughs> we'll oh. moved on. We'll be discussing Enneagram Type 6s and ISFJs. A much simpler episode. We love the episodes with one MBTI type. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you telling? <laughs> um, until then, you can join us on Instagram for more character analysis and Enneagram and MBTI content. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app. We, we, picky, just drop us them stars. You know? Stars, 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 stars. Oh, you know, this episode, Enneagram 5. Five stars. Hey, yeah. I mean, you rate it what you want, but I'm just saying, to me, <sighs> it was a point, five out of five. At this hmm. point, you know, I think we're just with fives. the themes. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let us know your favorite type fives and INTJs and INTPs in media. Do you disagree with any of our assessments? Let us know. You can at me directly at Constar24, and you can uh, drag. <laughs> Delia, the INTJ, INTP type five at Delia is typing. That's me. Um, also, we're on Twitter at the ner- at nerds are typing. Know the character limit. Um, or again, you can just, we'll be in a hashtag, hashtag the nerds are typing. Um, and when we're posting on Tuesdays, we'll also be in hashtag typing Tuesday. So, you know, there's a lot of places to find us. So come find us. Come what you doing? Find us. Like, what else you got going on? It's it's a well. If depending if you're close to when this is posting, it's a whole panini out there. So it's like even though you're vaccinated, it's still a pandemic. It's still a pandemic, my my guys. And if you're listening after the pandemic, what's that like? I want to know. So- <laughs> Tell us like in reverse, to, like time travel, and let us know. Like, is there let hope for know. the future? Because <laughs> I, I I please let there be hope. Fives are nihilistic, and I'm starting to have doubts. <laughs> fine in the meantime we'll be here we'll be here typing characters and having fun because that's all we can do happy typing happy typing (laughs) the nerds are typing is a black girls create production to find out more about black girls create and how we're turning fans into creators visit blackgirlscreate.org